Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Woo! Oh, Arts Express is blowing its whistle at the 3CR station. Arts Express. Power to the people. So all aboard for a journey with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino into alternative theatre, cabaret, festivals, comedy and arts activism and plenty of great music, Trish. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. Good morning, you're with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino on Arts Express, 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am, digital podcast and streaming live from 3cr.org.au and available online later today. Oh, wonderful. I was just saying, the Arts Express, and I can see a few inspectors getting on the tram. (laughs) Yeah, they sure are, yeah. Run! (laughs) Our guest today, uh, Sonia Horbelt, convener of the Melbourne Women's International Jazz Festival, which is running from tomorrow until December the 10th, and she's going to talk about the fabulous Melbourne jazz women on the program for 2017. Mm. And comedian, creative director of the Melbourne Jewish Comedy Festival, Justine Sless. Hello, how are you? All very powerful women, dear. How are you? (laughs) We've got the ticket. Yeah, we are the ticket. We sure have. And, of course, the Jewish Comedy Festival is coming up this 6th, 7th of December. And we'll talk about that a bit later with Justine. So, g'day, Sonia Hobart. Ah, How are you? We have a really exciting program this year that really features um, some really some music that's being written currently, um, especially uh, we've especially featuring um, some new uh, compositions that Ellie Hoyt from Brisbane um, has convened a project together called. Um, the composer's voice that features uh, women from uh, Australian jazz women from um, uh, not just nationally but uh, internationally as well. People like Shannon Barnett have contributed a tune, um, and she's looking to record that um, next year. But we're um, premiering um, the 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 bringing together of these works in the festival um, on December the 9th. That's the Saturday night gig at the Jazz Lab. But, you know, aside from that, you know, that's been... We talked specifically this year about premiering that project in in our festival this year, which is really, really exciting. Um, Ellie's a really fantastic singer and she's got Andrea Keller in that band. Shannon Barnett has returned from Germany briefly um, and is playing three gigs in the festival. She's doing two of her own quartet gigs as well. They're the late nights... Yeah, that's really exciting. But we're also featuring some young talent. We're featuring um, Coco 8, the new ensemble um, that Nalusha Dasanaka, um is convening. Um, before she moves, she's about to move to New York, so it's the last chance to see her perform. Oh, They're launching their CD. Um, Audrey Pound and Flora Carbo are launching their CD on the Thursday night. Friday night, the 8th, is Sally Ford, who um, we don't see enough of in Melbourne, really fantastic saxophonist, yeah. leading a really great sort of um, Latin salsa Tex-Mex. That's the dancing gig. That is, if you want to come and have a dance, that is the one Friday night on the 8th at the Jazz Lab. That's like an eight- or nine-piece band. And also, really excitingly for us, um, Zanny Kolak put a project together earlier in the year called Stand By Your Woman for the Victorian Arts Centre. <laughs> 
and um, that's brilliant. That featured, <laughs> yes, yeah, and and featured um, out the front was um, Kate Sobrano, Kate Miller, Heike, Tim Rogers, mm. amongst others, um, but with a backing band of eight or nine mu- of female musicians. And that band has now formed their own group, and we're premiering them on um, Sunday the third. They're opening the week at the Jazz Lab in Brunswick. That's a really exciting program. Sonia, th- um, this Jazz night. Lab is sensational, isn't it? I mean, yep. it's, it's just right in our neighbourhood, yep. and and. Yep. And, um, yep. and Andrea Keller really are, are regular yep. there every yep. week. Yep. It's incredible yep. what what's you know the artists that are performing there, and you know yep. you've well, named. Essentially, a... it's the old jazz lab at Bennett's Lane. Yes, um, has been transported over to Brunswick, and in a better and um, um, in terms of listening and performers. Um, uh, in terms of a better um, environment acoustically and the club, you know, I mean, that, that was kind of one of the appeals too about the Jazz Lab. It was just this little room kind of thing that, you know, in daylight looked pretty grungy, I'm going to say. <laughs> um, you know, with a bit of daylight, you know, you saw the carpet in real life and all that kind of stuff. But you put a band in there and at night and um, dim the lights and it's just exciting and that same... It's so jazz, excitement. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that excitement. The room at... Um, it's got... Um, recording facilities now. The room's just bigger and um, the acoustics are better. Um, the band room's upstairs and not in a side kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, a win. And it's, you know, it's Michael Tortoni's club. He um, owned Bennett's Lane for 20 years and he knows exactly what he's doing. He's the artistic director of the Melbourne International Jazz Festival. Um, Jeremy, who was one of the managers there, has taken over as the manager in um, the Jazz Lab. And, you know, so it's exciting. There's lots of stuff in place and it's such a great club. Now you've also got um, some interesting South Korean musicians. Can you tell us about, um, is it Hailim Kim? Uh, yep, Hailim um, Kim is coming out. She's um, uh, a bamboo flautist from Korea um, and working specifically with the very exciting Peter Knight and Simon Barker, the, um, one of Australia's most exciting and exquisite drummers from Sydney. Um, and Peter's playing trumpet and electronics. He's also the artistic director of the Australian Art Orchestra. So we're really lucky to score this gig. It's going to be really interesting. And they're being supported by La Juca, um, who are a young group out of Melbourne Polytechnic, the old NMIT. Mm. And they're a similar kind of vein. They're drums, saxophone and guitar with electronics and mm. loops and stuff. So that, um, that gig's particularly interesting and a bit edgy and and creative and all those kind of things. So if you're a fan of the art orchestra or, you know, some things that have a bit more edge or a bit more electronic, um, that's definitely, it's a double bill. You know, it's win-win. Um, and Hylim has, um, you know, she's based in London, has toured everywhere, so it's exciting. Um, we're, we're really lucky to be presenting that. And we're um, we're presenting, co-presenting that with the Melbourne Jazz Co-op, um, which has always been a fantastic supporter of our festival. And I do have to thank out. We've had some really great support this year from the Australia Council and, again, as always, from APRA, who have been really terrific. We've got Two Birds, the brewery, on board as well. So, you know, there's a lot of great things happening in the festival this year. And your other venues are Dizzy's Jazz Club and the Uptown Jazz Cafe. So yep, we has... open tomorrow night with um, with um, Shani Russell from Byron, a yeah. really great singer pianist who's taught the Kristen Baradis and all those people oh. um, at Uptown. Um, and Ange Davis is the saxophonist on that gig too. Um, and also Lauren Nottingham from New Zealand is doing Dizzy's. So we've um, got a couple of venues and some really great gigs happening. We're doing two birds, two gigs, two free gigs at 
Two Birds Brewery on the weekend, you know, three to five in the afternoon. Beer Garden and Jazz, what more can you want? That's Quadrified and then Kathleen um, Halloran's trio with uh, Kim May and um, Darren Ferruja. Really oh, great gigs. Sonia, this sounds wonderful. Now, do you think uh, if you looked at it overall in terms of women in jazz in Melbourne, yep. is it progressing? If you, if you look back over several years, do you think we're making progress? Um, look, maybe slowly. I think there's a lot of talk about women in jazz and in all um, disciplines, in acting, in on company boards. In you know, there's a great movement going on at the moment about um, the disparity between um, the genders in a lot of work areas. And you know, jazz is the same as any other work environment. It's pretty reflective of what society is in in terms of that. But um, I think there's also a real danger of that just being talk and no action. And Mm. I think the way to support that is for um, all musicians to embrace booking female artists and for, um, really importantly, for um, people to take their daughters to see other women playing. I had somebody contact me on Facebook about bringing, could she bring her 11-year-old daughter drummer to come and see Lajuka on the Tuesday night and I went if you're the her guardian then absolutely bring her let her see other women play and I think that's the key you know and women supporting women women coming to see other women play gigs is really important um, because um, without that um, we'll talk about it and it will stay the same I think that's a real key thing um, hello Sonia it's Justine how are you Justine says hi Hi. (laughs) it was great to have consulted with you all those years back when I was beginning the Melbourne Jewish Comedy Comedy Festival Festival. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. indeed and I couldn't agree more with you about let's not just pay lip service to women in the arts you know what's happening in comedy at the moment for gender and comedy you know all the articles that are pouring out as a response to I'm not even going to say his name on air Hmm. uh, what happened in America recently um, yes. uh, you yep. know, it's great and the writing is, is eloquent and erudite and yep. all of those things and there's moral outrage, but let's do something yep. and and, yep. and call it and name things. You know, when things yep. aren't 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 working or when yep. misogyny is blatant, then name it and call it and, and yep. be proactive, men and Absolutely. women. Um, yeah. Some, some really great things are happening. APRA has stipulated that they they would like the target for all their funded projects to be 40-40-20 in a gender balance, which is oh. really fantastic. Well, that's a big step. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. but I, also, I also think that, you know, we um, um, a lot of those projects target girls who are already involved and in the, so to speak, system of, mm. you know, progressing their talent and networking with other people. It's the girls that are outside of that that never even consider that as a career yeah. that are kind of a missing link. And they are the ones that will boost the numbers in the coming generations. You know, I went through the VCA. Um, I finished in the, at the VCA in the early 90s. I can think of maybe three female ja- Melbourne jazz drummers mm. currently now. Wow. And that's, and that's the gap other than me. And, you know, in fact, I even, and I even had a young female drummer say to me, oh, what do you play? So she didn't know who I was. And I'm thinking, you're at a, a tertiary institution in Melbourne. Um, yeah, no exposure. No one, yeah, not yeah, enough why, exposure. Yeah, why are you not going yeah. to, out to see other women play? And yeah. why is your institution not pointing you in that direction either? It's the same if you're, if you're writing, if you're a writer. The best thing you can do is read. So it's the same yep. with performance. If yep. you want to be a performer, yep. Go and how see do other, other people women play. perform? Yeah. Absolutely. Inform your art. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And I yep. say and, and every gig is a kind of mantra to the audience. Yep. I say if women are thinking about giving stand-up comedy a go, don't yep. just think about it, do it. Mm. And yep. Sonia... I mean, um, I am... Um, this I used to go and see, when I was at college, I used to go and see, I used to go and see Christine Sullivan's band all yep. the time and yep. Kelly Santon played in that, who plays yes. in my band now. Yes. Um, Jenny Carr was on keyboards who has moved to the state, uh, to uh, London and has, you know, not, not come back. Mm. Um, but I That's just sad really in a way. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but it's really important that um, women feel supported too and that um, other female artists come and see other artists in, in the festival. I would um, say, I would that, say that too, we, I mean, you know that you've got the Melbourne um, um, Women's Jazz Festival. I would say that the larger festivals, and I'm particularly talking about Melbourne International Comedy Festival, they should be a game changer. There are 17 yep. percent representation of women yep. at the festival. Large, massively yep. funded festivals like that yep. need to make a difference. They actually, yep. I think, have a moral obligation to yeah. do that. Yeah. So if anybody and from Melbourne International Comedy Festival is listening, mm. then create more opportunities for women to perform. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, there's in, in artistic endeavours, there's always a, a danger of doing things for numbers. And I do, uh, you know, in our festival, we, we our only stipulation is that the band leader or the artist can choose the group that they want to work with. But I think in bigger pictures, in festivals and that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's really important that, um, yeah, sure, you can book your buddies, um, but why not actually be a leader and stop doing that? Why not actually be be able to change the game and stop just booking buddies or the tried and trusted and sticking to those numbers? And, you know, certainly for somebody like the bigger festivals who rely on some government funding. There mm-hmm. should be, you know, the government, government funding comes from tax. Yeah. No, it comes from taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that should be a representation of our population. And yeah. 54% of our population is female. <coughs> it reflects That's in Parliament, doesn't it? So we've yeah. just yeah. got to change yeah. that whole Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole and that was one of APRA's mantras, that, um, that that population um, change is, uh, that reflection in the population numbers should be reflected um, as much as possible in their funding um, and the projects that they fund. So I think, you know, congratulations to APRA for really putting that out there for, for, um, and, and being a leader, a game changer in that respect. One thing I do want to say, Sonia, I went up to the um, Hall's Gap Festival, which is Trad Jazz, and women are really making inroads there as well, running bands. Yep. Um, yeah. One of our buddies, uh, Jackie O'Neill, is a great drummer and, and she was playing in about six bands. Yep. Quite a few of the female musicians are really making inroads there. So that's really good too because that you're talking about an older age group where it's harder yep. to introduce change. So that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, particularly with older women mm. and women who um, go through pregnancy, um, they disappear. You know, it mm. seems like for female artists there is a use-by date, but not for men. You know, you see it in acting all the time. Um, and I think for women, you know, we we presented, uh, we launched Emma Gilmartin's CD last year. Um, she'd had taken some time off. She's got three boys under eight. And she said to me, thank you so much for giving me the push to get this CT- CD together and to get out there and to release the material again. Because to get out of the house 
um, with three boys under eight, you know, and do an eight o'clock jazz gig is just impossible for me normally. And so to have a target to push um, was the same with Tamara Murphy when she had her, her, her daughter, the phone stopped ringing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I think it's really important to not forget um, the older women. You don't see, you don't see Shelley Scout anymore, mm. Christine Sullivan, all of those really great yeah, singers who, shame. you know, and no disrespect to younger singers in, 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 in our scene, but, you know, there are just some incredible, incredible musicians in our community that just don't get heard anymore, and I, I think it's really important, um, and a festival like ours particularly is a chance to um, feature some of those musicians in, yeah. a, in a major way and give them another, you know, platform to go, hey, you know, I'm here and we're here and we're, we can, you know, we're, we're, we're the real deal. All right. Well, look, thank you, Sonia. I'll be in touch with you again because we're going to be keep promoting the Melbourne Women's Great. Jazz Festival over the next few weeks. But um, that was Sonia Horbeld. She's a convener of the Great. Melbourne Women's International Jazz Festival, which starts tomorrow and runs until December the 10th. And uh, what's the best way for people to book tickets, Sonia? Um, look, um, they can if they're wanting to go to the um, the Jazz Lab gigs. Um, that that's obviously the Jazz um, Lab website. But for, for all of the gigs, all the information is on our website and um, each that? artist page. Um, that's uh, www.mwijf.org. Right. Um, yep, all the details for all the gigs and direct links to ticketing are on there. Thank and you. And then some free gifts too. Sonia. So please come and check. Them. Hey, right. thanks, Justine. Great to speak with you. Yeah, <laughs> see you, Sonia. Thank, Thank you, Sonia. Thank you. Sonia. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Stars shining bright above you. Night breezes seem to whisper, I love you, birds. Singing in the sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me Just hold me Well, poor Jade Leonard. She didn't even get a decent look in. But we just really want to welcome in. And thanks for contributing that conversation. Um, Justine. Justine. Yeah. Mm. Justine Sless. Fabulous. Um, so Justine... Um, She's comedian, creative director of the Melbourne Jewish Comedy Festival. And you've got a few things coming up, two degrees of separation. I think that's happening at the Butterfly Club as well. Yeah, so we, what would you like to talk about first, Justine? Oh, for goodness sake. Um, uh, Abdi Aiden and I are doing two degrees of separation. We were opened at the Butterfly Club last night. We're on tonight and Saturday night with two mates who met at uni. Abdi is a refugee. I'm a migrant. It's our stories. It's a... It's a beautiful night of storytelling fantastic melbourne jewish comedy festival is in its third year we're a non-profit organization that celebrates culture through comedy our festival is taking place at kadima this year which is the yiddish cultural center 7 selwyn street 567 december tickets are available via via melbourne jewish comedy festival.com it is a beautiful festival this year. It's uh, very relaxed. Very relaxed. Yeah, I'm really hey. relaxed. <laughs> it's um, it's it's the same format every night, but different performers. So it's celebrating, uh, you know, new comedians and uh, older comedians and recognised comedians. So uh, Rachel Berger is performing. Oh, the fabulous great. Josh Glantz is mm. opening the festival. Oh wow! What I a know. coup! What a Whoa. coup! And on the <laughs> Wednesday. Um, 
Jude Pearl is opening uh, the second night, and Los Trios Amigos, who are, uh, oh, are kidding. Jack, this is great. Jack Fellman, um, Alan Brostek, and Lena Fitzman are giving us a preview of their show. Uh, uh, I forget the name of their show. Anyway, they're mm. previewing their show on the opening night too. Uh, Kadima is a beautiful, intimate venue. It's a 150-seater. This festival will sell out. Mm. It always does. Um, I'm well, it's, as you said, it, it's in its third year. And, I mean, yeah. you have been the engine behind the whole thing. And what a, a, right from, you know, from inception, it's just this brilliant idea of, you know, promoting a comedy, but Jewish comedy, there's nothing like it. It's that, and I guess, you know, it's not, and I always say this, I'm not saying Jews have cornered the... F- no, but gee funny, gosh. But it's a way we articulate <laughs> Yeah, yeah it is, it is. It's language, isn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, well, it, it's, you know, um, 20,000 years or more of uh, pogroms, persecution and punchlines. <laughs> yeah, really. PPPs. Yeah, the P, triple P. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's next year's yeah. festival. Um, so, yeah, it is a non-profit. We don't receive any external funding. We rely solely on ticket sales uh, to fund the festival. But we pay all performers the same. And this is this is kind of talking a little bit about, uh, you know, arts, arts assets and equity. Mm. We don't charge a registration fee. The, the festival manages the risk. We pay everybody the same regardless. Yeah. So it's a real community. It is mm. so yeah, community. Well, it's... it's 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 celebrating the artists because they are the festival. Of course, yeah. Mm. So pay them all equally yeah. and um, and 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 just have fun. And really. people know they've been there, done that. They can appreciate when you know whether it's musicians or artists yeah. or actors or anything. Very supportive of each other. Supportive of each other because doing a festival show, say at Melbourne International Comedy Festival, is incredibly expensive and incredibly stressful. Mm. We want people to come along, have fun, bring their A-game mm. and feel supported. Yeah. That's good. We'll get the details on that <coughs> in a minute. But Justine, look, she's yeah. so um, amazing. She's also an MC writer, broadcaster, community worker. Uh, but also you're doing an MA in creative writing yeah. at La Trobe on gender and comedy. Yeah, funny that. Isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. that's why we, uh, it was like a, that That um, conversation was just waiting for you, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, you, so, you know, so chewing at the switch, bit or chomping at the bit. Stand up to storytelling. Well, I guess, right? you know, um, really, what, before I started, okay, when I started doing the research in March at uni uh, for my MA, I, I didn't actually really appreciate how hard it was to do comedy as a woman. Mm. I just thought I wasn't funny enough. Oh. That's why I couldn't make oh, it that's commercially. <laughs> um, and and doing the research has really been a big. Um, it's been a huge uh, emotional shift for me um, because it's kind of let me off the hook in a way. In that I don't feel that I'm compelled to perform to be funny anymore um, because I actually prefer the writing of the comedy. Wow. Mm. Um, mm. So storytelling is great because I've mm. got a script. I don't have to be funny. And um, I don't have to remember the lines. That's funny in itself. <laughs> and you're naturally funny. But mm. people can yeah. listen properly um, to a story and really take it all in. So yeah. it's, it can have elements of tragedy as well as comedy. Absolutely. So I, um, the, my creative piece is a collection of short stories about gender, comedy, humour, um, 
so you know it's just an absolute blessing you know to be- i mean it actually takes uh, a bit of pressure also off your audience because they're there just what what will evolve what yeah. will come out yeah. and and we'll just sit here and and if it's a good night story you know yeah. or whether it's uh, there's you know humor amongst it that's good but yeah it's and, relaxed and, and you you've seen my shows over mm, the years essentially yes. they're mm. stories you yes. know they're just kind of long you know they, they i don't really do set up jokes set up jokes no. i was like the no. spinner yarn great observer and, mm. and kind of you know pull it all together with some kind of um, punchline at the end and that's what short stories write, writing is like it's just getting to the essence of what you're talking about yeah tell them what they, you, you're yeah. going to tell them and tell them and then you yeah. know tell them what you get told out. them and get out, get out. <laughs> and say, just applause thing yes. i just wanted to briefly ask <laughs> yeah. you about your show at the butterfly club two degrees of separation we've got tonight and saturday mm. and you're doing it with a, a lovely colleague Abdi Aden mm. who um, fled Somalia as a teenager and you met him where, where did you meet him so we met at university we yeah. did our bachelor of community development <laughs> together and you decided to get together on this yeah well we've kept in touch with each other the uh, with each other over the years and we're both enormously proud of what we've achieved yeah. and mm. we became I guess each other's new history like we became new friends in a new land me as a migrant Abdi as a refugee yeah and um, and really, this is a celebration of our stories together. And it's wonderful. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. So, are you bantering with each other? Look, or? last night was just fifty minutes of banter, and <laughs> frankly, it was exhausting. Yeah, because um, if you're listening, Abdi, Abdi did talk about how wonderful he is, and you know, we clocked about ten. 10 comments he clocked 10 comments at least on how wonderful he is yeah. so tonight is going to be a little bit different yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna take the stage with with real storytelling and then abdi there's your abdi's, master's coming abdi's back Abdi's story is extraordinary <laughs> oh, it really, and he's an incredibly inspiring um individual so mm. how do people get tickets to the butterfly club butterfly club just butterfly yeah, club butterfly yeah. club and yeah. for the jewish festival the jewish Melbourne comedy jewish festival comedy festival.com or try booking 567 december at kadima which is the yiddish cultural center in 7 selwyn street elston oh you've mm. got to get down there because it is Three sensational parts it's a fabulous festival mm. it's yeah. Fun. There's yeah. lots of, uh, you know, there's chutzpah. 